if there is a pandemic or a catastrophe with the weather, the, the rules can be changed. You were so desperate to win, weren't you? Every politician uh, who, who is looking for, for a success is desperate to win, yes. The EU Commission says the new law undermines the judicial independence of Polish judges. This is double standards. I can bet that President Duda will be re-elected. Despite the coronavirus pandemic, Poland's government pushed hard for a presidential election this month in the expectation that it would win. But the opposition forced a last-minute delay. My guest this week from Poland is Dominik Tarczynski, Polish MEP from the ruling Law and Justice Party. Was his government guilty of trying to put politics ahead of people's lives? Dominik Tarczynski, welcome to Conflict Zone. Thank you for having me. Let's go back to the beginning of this month when your party was still hoping to hold a presidential election. Uh, Donald Tusk, former Prime Minister of Poland, said that only a madman or a criminal would proceed with an election during an international health crisis. But you didn't care about the risks to people, did you? You expected to win and that was all that mattered. Are you trying to say that Donald Tusk called people from Germany, Bavaria, and um, uh, from Switzerland and from Southern Korea are mad people because these, these are the places where elections took place. Maybe he's calling Americans a mad people as they are having their primaries now. So uh, we, we resign from this idea of elections at the moment, but the language uh, Donald Tusk is using is unacceptable. Well, you didn't exactly get the support of the National Electoral Commission, did you? Poland's Commissioner for Human Rights. I'm not surprised. Not surprised, but you didn't get it. The European Parliament, not at all. the Organization I'm, I'm, for Security and, and Cooperation in Europe, they all told you to postpone and all were ignored. Some 50 countries around the world have postponed during the pandemic. And that's what, and that's, this, this is what we, this is what we decided. That's number one. But the question is why Donald Tusk is asking for, uh, for post postponing elections? Uh, because their candidate, uh, ex-candidate, uh, it's already changed. She, she was having a 5% of support when our, uh, president and our candidate at the moment is having 63. So I'm not surprised that they are running away. They are just a political cowards and they trying to, uh, well, uh, escape from, from this catastrophe, which is just in front of them. The fact is, though, you were prepared to take a risk right through March, April and into May itself with the health of your people. You were so desperate to win, weren't you? <laughs> Every politician who cares about his country Every politician uh, who, who is looking for, for a success is desperate to win. Yes, we are desperate to win, but we are not desperate to hold the elections for any price. That's why this is past and we changed our mind. We are, uh, we are just um, observing the, the whole situation and, uh, and that's why the elections did not took place. So this is what the uh, opposition was asking for, isn't it? It was a big risk because under your party's rule, Poland's health service is hardly the envy of the EU, is it? But this, but this, uh, but this elections did not take place. So 
I'm surprised we are discussing the past and the facts which did not take place. Right up until the last moment, you were prepared to take that gamble. That's my point. Your health service, luckily, wasn't strained, but it's not in the best of states, is it, in Poland? Well, what we, it's not a gamble, it's constitution. If, if constitution is very clear about our responsibility uh, for, for the country, we have, to, uh, we have to deal with the situation. And this is, this is, what, we, this is what our government is doing. Uh, no one was ready for this kind of pandemic. I, I, I can't really remember from the history that this kind of pandemic as this Chinese virus uh, took place ever. So this is unusual uh, and we have to find ourselves in this situation and be responsible for the constitution and for the country. That's why, first of all, our, uh, our, uh, our term was, uh, was changed and uh, now the, the elections probably will take place in beginning of July, maybe. You talked about the constitution, but uh, you tried in the last moments of April and May to hold a postal vote. The Constitution says changes can't be made to the electoral law less than six months before an election, can they? So you were quite happy to ignore what the Constitution no, no. said? No, not the Constitution, but the, the, um, the Tribunal Court was very clear about the changes. And it's very clear with, with one of the points that in pandemic times, it's very clear in Polish law, the, the changes can be made just before the election. This is what we uh, found out uh, our government was, was ha had to deal with the pandemic. So, so if there is a pandemic or a catastrophe with the weather, the, the rules can be changed. We, we haven't changed it, even though, even though it's, uh, it's allowed. We... You also had some warning shots fired at you by the Catholic Church that your party always claims to revere. The, the bishops warned about possible violations of the constitutional order and the need to preserve the principles of free and fair elections. That's just about as close as the church comes to issuing a formal rebuke to a ruling political party, isn't it? The funny thing is that when we are trying to talk about abortion, uh, which is killing the babies, uh, the, the church is, is criticized by many, mainly media, when church is taking a voice about the elections, which is catastrophe for the opposition, then the, uh, the church is the one who should be mentioned. Um, we are sovereign government. We are Catholics. Uh, we hear uh, all the voices and we listen to the people, also to the bishops. But it's us our prime minister and our president who are making decisions. When the bishops drew attention to the need for free and fair elections, perhaps they were also referring to the huge sums of public money that your government dropped into the coffers of the state media, which have more or less become your party's own PR agency, haven't they? That certainly concerned plenty of people. <laughs> I am the best example of people from the public media. I used to work in the media I used to be director. We've got 16 branches of national television in Poland. I was, I was in charge of one of them and I was fired by previous government just because I was conservative. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't a member of any political party and they just sucked me, just, they throw me away just uh, uh, 10 days after they took power. So if you're asking about the PR agency and the political tools in the media, I am the living example how the previous government was treating people. You wouldn't be happy 
if someone would treat you in this way, believe me. Well, let's stay with the, the present government because in, in January, the president, who's from your party, signed a bill giving more than $500 million to fund radio and television outlets that have been giving him hugely supportive coverage during his campaign for re-election. How fair is that? It's not about president. It's not about one political party. It's about our mission. I know what the mission is in the public media. How many public state televisions uh, is in Germany? We've got only one. And, um, and this is nothing unusual that government uh, is paying for, for the public media. That's how it was, that's how it is, and that's how it's going to be in the future. The, the state media is supposed to be neutral, and you gave them a blatant injection what it is. of that's public what it is. cash because they were helping your campaign, your election campaign. But the public cash, public money, is part of the public of the budget of the government and the public media are financed by the budget since day one, since 1990 or even before that. It's nothing unusual, nothing new. And this, this is the money which is paid every single year. I, I can't see the controversy in here. That's our, that's our duty as a government to pay for, for, for the public services like health, media or anything else. So they, the public money is supposed to fund a, a public media that is doing your bidding and providing support for your views. It's not true. What happened to the new track? Well, it's Reporters Without true. Borders, Reporters <laughs> Without Borders called Poland's public media government this. propaganda this mouthpieces, propaganda mouthpieces that tolerate it's... neither opposition nor neutrality from employees and fire those who refuse to comply. It's that bears a striking resemblance news. to the old it's broadcasting networks that news. operated That's under communism. Is. All these all this organizations, international organizations, which are attacking Poland, Hungary, United States, uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Trump, they are using their position for the political goals. And I know it's, it's just political. I, I can't really see the reason to, to even comment these attacks on, on Hungary, Poland and Mr. Trump mainly at the moment. It's just not true. Let's talk about the courts, because Freedom House said you were trying to convert the judiciary into a pliant political tool. But you don't like talking about that So we, we did it or we tried it? You're trying to do it. You're trying to. The European Commission has oh, launched another infringement procedure against your government for your latest attempt to put the judges under political okay. control, hasn't it? We are having uh, uh, drunk driving uh, judges. We are having... Uh, uh, judges from the martial law times and we have many many of those which you don't have from the communist times because most of the countries was uh, uh, did not suffer as as we did so we have to clean it up uh, to be straight this is what we promised this is our government was elected and i don't see the reason we should resign from that and and obviously whatever we would try to do they would attack us saying that this is political decision. But you have to remember that uh, one day our party will lose election and judges, courts will stay. So another party will be happy to have political courts. It's just not true. Well, the latest move by the European Commission follows the passing of what the opposition calls your muzzle law, 
which can be used to fine or even sack judges who question the government's legal reforms. Isn't it incredible? You put your judges on the lead and you tell them when and when they can't, when they can speak and when they can't. The, okay, I am a, a member of the European Parliament. Can I be put in jail? Can I be charged? Yes, I can. I can lose my immunity. I can, uh, I, uh, and then the prosecutor uh, can charge me with, with whatever if I'm drunk driving or or stealing something. Do you know that judges in Poland up till now cannot be charged for whatever they do if they if they drunk driving, stealing, and we've got videos of 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 the of the judges who are stealing money in the shop. He couldn't be charged. Do you think it's okay? When we are talking about the balance of powers, three powers, why they should be above law, the, uh, above the politicians, it's just not right. You want all those powers, don't you? Executive, legislative, judicial, you want them all in your hands. And the EU Commission says your new but law, do you think the muzzle law we were talking about... Is this a question or is this about, what you think? They, they, they say, the EU Commission says the new law undermines the judicial independence of Polish judges. It's not just their view, it's the Venice Commission, NGOs, human rights groups, the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe. Are they all wrong? Have they all misunderstood Poland? Poor Poland? Yes. Poor they, they, they are all wrong. That, that, that's correct. Yes, that's what I think. They're not wrong, mainly... This is political debate. This is not about the rule of law. This is not about the constitution. This is about Hungary and Poland and Mr. Trump. This is what they do. This is double standards. Well, we're just talking about the Polish one at the moment. Double standards. The, the, the outgoing president of your Supreme Court, Malgorzata Gersdorf, accused you of trying to accumulate excessive power. She said, for the last five years, all the power has been in the hands of the ruling party who set the goal of destroying the independence of the court. And she said it was the judge's duty to Malgorzata speak Gersdorf is the person who was, taking, who was taking a part of the protests political protests of Polish opposition. They are not allowed to be active politically, and that was political activity. She was, she was marching on the streets of Warsaw with a candle, happy to support Polish opposition. That was against the Polish law. That was political activity with a civic platform and the rest. Is this okay? Is this right? Do you think that that's how judges should be active? Do you? She said it was the judge's duty to speak out. They took an oath to guard the law and oh, of the constitution. And our duty Every judge is, and our duty is to oath. clean up the post-communist courts. Really? That's it, to clean up yes, the post-communist courts? Yes, because when they are active politically, if they, did, if they disagree with the with current government, they're trying to call it a duty. When we are doing what Polish people expect, this is um, not democracy, unconstitutional, uh, violation of, of the human rights, this and that. So they can call it duty when they are, when they are active politically and we, are, uh, and we are breaking the law. Is that right? It's just, it's just, it's just silly. Everyone knows that this is about, about their seats, about politics, about power and about money. In, in the government white paper that you put out in 2018, giving the reasons for what you called reforms of the judiciary, you did say the judges had never accounted for their communist past, and those reasons simply, that reason simply wasn't true, was it? 
because 81% of members of the Supreme Court were replaced in 1990. Under the lustration laws in 1997, 42 judges and 21 family members of deceased... What about 19% of those who left? What about these 19 post-communist uh, post judges who left, who are still judging? And they, they were individually a, a part assessed. Of this As you well know, they were individually oh, assessed. So you said they did nothing about so, the communist so, uh, past. I'm pointing out to you that they did. What I'm trying to say, there is only one judge who can put you in jail. And if we, if we have those who are a part of this communist machine, uh, which was, uh, as you know, communism was much worse than, than the fascists, uh, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just against our dignity as a nation. They shouldn't be there. Not even one. Not 19%, not 10%, not one. Not even one shouldn't be in the court. And we're going to clean up the courts. This is what we promised to the Polish people. And that's why our government was elected. The truth is that the courts have just got in the way of what you wanted to do, wasn't it? In 2016, your party leader, Yaroslav Kaczynski... It's not said, a fact. It's opinion. No, he said, he said in 2016... Changes to the Constitutional Court were necessary to ensure there were no legal blocks on government policies aimed at creating a fairer economy. No legal blocks on government policies. So basically, you want to rule without any legal checks and balances whatsoever, don't you? And you shut up the judges if they criticize. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Blocking is completely different than checks and balances, as you call it. It's completely different. We had a, we had a cases when we tried to um, uh, ch change the, 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 the courts and they were protesting uh, against the law. So it's different when someone is locking up the doors of the public place like, like a court, that's what we had, and there's a difference when, when someone is trying to discuss it, debate it in a parliament. It's unacceptable. We are, we are a free democratic country and no one can rule the country if, it, if, it's, if it's not, not elected, they want to be a politician. They are unelected, but they want to rule the country. It's People were protesting because they don't trust your government. That's why they were protesting. Okay, so if, uh, if people do not uh, trust our government, watch my lips. Do you want to bet who's going to win next election, presidential and parliamentary? Can you see the can you see the polls now and uh, the the support we are having in uh, from around the country? I can bet that President Duda will be re-elected. Let's look at some of the other measures that your government has been taking, not just against the courts, but you've been doing a lot of social it's engineering. Not about, it's not against courts. It's against post-communist and communist judges. It's completely different. Not all judges. Not the courts. Uh, be specific. Well, it's plenty of people in the rest of the world, plenty of organizations, of respected organizations don't buy that line, Mr. Mr. Taczynski, as you well know. You well, uh, Poli po but, but Polish people not buying, our, but, but supporting us. This is why our government was elected second time and it's going to be elected third time. I'm 100% sure. Why so for me, the most important is what people's people nation uh, uh, is uh, what people uh, Polish people are saying, not organization mainly from Soros. I don't care about Soros. I care. I care about Poles. Let's look at the social engineering you've been trying, trying to roll back LGBT rights in Poland in a pretty direct assault, assault last year. Not rights. 
not rights. It's not true again. It's not about LGBT rights. Everyone is equal in Poland. Everyone is free. This is a democratic country. It's about pushing, promoting, and using money for the organizations with, with, with the flags of the rainbow. They are making money on it. They want to get into the schools and the children. It's not about rights. They can, they can do whatever. I don't care how they sleep, how they live. They, they are free. But when they are using public money, and this is what is happening now in Warsaw, uh, it's just not right. So when the pro-government newspaper Gazeta Polska distributed stickers to advertise LGBT-free zones in Poland, um, you're quite happy with that level of discrimination. LGBT ideology. That's very important. They said LGBT-free LGBT zones. Zone. That's what the stickers which were distributed by Gazeta Polska, actually said. And the EU Commission you condemned to, you, you out of hand for that kind of discrimination. You didn't speak out about it, did you? So it's not, it's, it's, it's not true. It's about ideology, which is pushed uh, by a very, very small group of the politicians who are trying to use LGBT, who are trying to say that we are racist, anti-Semitic, and all this and all that. We've been called names for so many years. Again, I don't care. And I'm trying to tell you and repeat it. Everyone in Poland is free. Come for a weekend. It's a beautiful country, safe country. You can come and see. We haven't had even one terrorist attack because our policy uh, of the illegal migration. So this is what I'm trying to repeat it every single time. Poland is safe, clean and beautiful. Come and see. Safe for women. In 2016, your party toyed For with everyone. the idea. Your party toyed with the idea of withdrawing from the Council of Europe Convention on preventing and combating violence against women. Your reasons that the treaty endangered the family and promoted gender ideology. How exactly does cracking down on violence against women endanger the family? It has nothing to do about it. It, it, it has nothing to do uh, about women. It, it has nothing to do about violation. It's about declaration. I was the member of the Council of Europe. I was even uh, in charge of, of the Polish delegation to the Council of Europe, and I had a, a chance uh, twice to to uh, discuss it. It's not about women. It's about this thing. Uh, it's about the um, illegal migration and Sharia law. We had this discussion officially uh, with a legal committee. Uh, to, to, uh, and we were debating a Sharia law in Europe when no one is discussing European values in Saudi Arabia or any other Sharia law states. So we are trying to keep Europe, keep Poland great and Christian. Well, you know, in 2017, your president um, simply instructed people not to implement the convention that was supposed to combat violence against women. He said regarding national laws on violence no. against women, those laws already in place in Poland are working and being enforced. That wasn't true, was it? That's simply not true. The figures don't bear that out. The law is not working. First of all, if, first of all, do you have a data about the violence against women and men? Do you have a data? Yes. Yes, your police data for 2017 okay. cited so over are... 92,000 cases of family violence in which women amounted to nearly 73% of the victims and men were the perpetrators in 92% of cases. So how could your party possibly claim that laws were in place 
working to protect women. They weren't. These are your figures, your police figures. When, when, I, when, I see, when, when we see what is going on in Malmo, in Sweden, when we see what's going on in London, we're not talking about when Malmo, we see what's we're going on Poland. in the suburb of Paris, when you see data from all these places around the European Union, you can tell that, we're, that, that this law works in Poland. How many dedicated shelters does Poland have for women and children who survive domestic violence? How many? Hundreds, hundreds, like everyone else in Europe. One shelter, one 26-bed shelter in the whole of it's Poland. It's not true. As, it's as not true. I'm a Roman Catholic. I'm a, I'm a Roman Catholic. I'm a Roman Catholic, and I know how many shelters are organized by, by church, church itself, not, not by the government. It's, it's hundreds of these places, and I've been there many times in many of them. In 2016, the year after your party took power, your own Supreme Audit Office called Services for Survivors of Violence insufficient and highlighted the scarcity of shelter spaces for them. That's your own Supreme Audit, audit Office. Are they wrong Do too? Do you think it's good that we are trying to improve the conditions? Do you think it's good? Why are you trying to improve the conditions? There's no evidence that you are. You're defunding women's rights groups, of left, course. right and centre, who try to protect women. You've defunded half a dozen of them at least. Of course. Of course. We, we, are, we are funding places which are helping. Uh, it's not about shelters only, but also psychology, psychologists and those who are helping to basically raise the kids. Uh, it's, it's common sense and it's obvious. Everyone knows that, that if there is anyone who needs help, this help will be given. Dominic Taczynski, thanks very much for being on Conflict Zone. Thank you very much.